Hey, I'm Sean. Hi, and I'm Shannon. And we're the hosts of Wifey and Baby Mama. We want to thank you all for joining us again this week. As we fly solo, I want to start tonight's <laughs> episode by saying Shannon and I hope we've laid a good enough um, outline the best we could in mm. ways to set a foundation on healthy blended families and what they should look like. And we will have future episodes dedicated specifically to that. So we will continue with that rhythm. However, on last week and the few upcoming weeks, we want to just pivot a little and take a look at and focus on healthy people in relationships, taking mm -hmm. care of us as a whole, even if children and partners are not involved in the picture. We want to focus on how we can be our best for ourselves and our future families. So mm -hmm. with that, we'll get into tonight's topic title when good enough isn't good enough now i know a few Ooh. women that fit this topic but i know them well enough to <laughs> ask them to come on and elaborate i didn't want any smoke so we like we just gonna run this by ourselves you know after we talked about yeah. it and honestly a few of them probably wouldn't mind um discussing it because they have no problem saying like this is what i am this is what That's i do true. yeah you know what i'm saying yeah but oh yeah I'm not, you know, for that. So I know they're not shy about it, but I'm also not sure if they want to come on and blow up their spot. So we're going to leave well enough alone, Shannon. We just, we just right. decided we run it. We'll do our thing. <laughs> we can do it. So, we can do yeah. it. So tonight uh -huh. we will be discussing um, when in, um, men and women, but mostly from a woman's point of view, because mm -hmm. we're not men. <laughs> <laughs> Who pass up good guys because they don't fit their illusion of a man. I think in doing this, we make dating harder for ourselves in some case. We're probably missing out on the one that was meant just for us. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm sure you can like create a good life with your handpicked partner, but will you be fulfilled? You know, that's mm -hmm. the question you have to ask on this yeah. subject. And that's where I think a lot of misery comes from in certain relationships. Mm -hmm. We have the yeah. money, the so-called status, you know, we're looking for to fit in with the Joneses. But what about your health, happiness and, you know, and your peace? Mm-hmm. I can yeah. imagine, and I mean only imagine what kind of daily work and misery it is, you know, Shannon, to keep up with that kind of relationship. Oh, because right. you're constantly yeah. pressured, you know, and stressed to see what this couple is doing and make mm -hmm. sure you have this dress or that mm -hmm. name brand bag because such and such, you know, in your mm -hmm. social circle, they just got it. That uh, exhausting is the only word that comes to my mind <laughs> when I was pondering this content. <laughs> Yeah, Did you yeah. feel the same way, Shannon? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. And I know people right now today that, I mean, it's it sounds crazy, but as soon as one of their friends buys a nicer house than theirs, oh, within two years, they've got something bigger and better. But neither one of them are happy with each other, but they keep buying all these bigger and better things. See what I'm saying? I, uh -huh. I, I don't. I refer to you guys. I'll make a few movie references because like I said, we know pe people personally, but mm -hmm. you may not know who I know. She, you may not know who yeah, Shannon knows. Yeah, so yeah. when you said the bigger and better houses, Shannon, it, it brings me to the, um, the movie. I just lost my train. I just had it just now. Bigger ain't always better. I don't know. It's an older bigger movie. Funny Valentine. Better. Bigger ain't it was uh, in Funny Valentine's. Do you remember what Loretta Devine and um, Afrowater, Afro those were the stars of it. Okay. And yes. they were cousins. And at the end, they found out they were mm -hmm. sisters. Remember? Mm -hmm. And yep, yep. the, the, the Afrowater went off to live a good life. You know, she had this husband. Oh, my God. He was handsome off out of his mind. Handsome. He had, you know, he made six figures and she lived really mm. well in uptown New York. 
Her cousin mm-hmm. stayed in the country, uh, Loretta Devine. She was a little mentally challenged, you know, uh, I would guess to our standards these days. But she yeah. had just yeah. the basics, you know, just her and her mom and the basics. She made her own food and she was as happy. She exuded happiness, right? Uh... Alfie Woodard got tired of the life. She didn't, I don't know, it doesn't show if she chose that husband, but she did change her mind about that life. So mm. she went in and she bought the cousin, you know, new things for a house, a couch and a food processor. And she said, you know what? I thought this would make you happy. And she said, mm. bigger and newer ain't always better. She said, you yeah. have new things of plenty and you're not very happy. And to mm. me, that movie just kept coming back to my head when it came to that, because that is so true. That it is seemed- so true. On the surface, right, she had everything any girl would want. You know, nice husband, good looking, nice job. But he, he treated her poorly. But mm-hmm. I was happy to see that she made a choice and um, said, you know what, I need a break from this. I got to go find mm-hmm. me again. So that's what we need to, you know, focus on. It, it will be the day, um, Shannon, before I live that kind of life. Now, yeah. I will say when I was younger, I did have a type, right? I like them tall, light, bright, and almost white. And you know how I'm saying go? <laughs> the lighter, the better, baby. I ain't want nothing black but a Cadillac back when I was young. But um, <laughs> I quickly discovered, you know, they were headaches. So that uh-huh. theory was put in the wind, girl. And as I matured, yeah. Yeah. my type changed to employed. No mm-hmm. baby mama drama. No arrogance. <laughs> Straight teeth. Nice smile. Manners. Right, right. That right. type of thing, you know. It, yeah, it quickly changed. Yeah. So my yeah. standards evolved with my age <laughs> oh yeah and I was the same way you know growing up in the 80s everyone wanted an eld barge on their arm so that's who you all <laughs> went for that's who everybody I went liked, for yeah I like the good hair though I like the curly hair oh you didn't for oh some you like the curly hair I <laughs> was not into the curly hair for some reason even to this day I want a low cut ah. I don't know I want no braids I want no box I don't okay. really do bald heads okay. I like the low cut okay. I mean if nature do okay. his thing and my husband gotta go yeah. bald then that's what we gonna do but yeah, I'd be too old yeah. to care by then. But okay, but right, right now, <laughs> I like a low cut face. That's just clean cut. Okay. I never liked the cut, but I did like the, the eyes and the, the the light skin. I liked it all skin. that, honey. I was with it. But you know yeah, what? But, I'll be sure now. I'll be sure could have got oh, this girl. Oh yeah. Oh I baby. Swear, now, I'll now, be sure now. all day. Yes. <laughs> I yes. think he was the only one, and I think it's because he had a natural curl. You know, natural curl. Oh. I liked it. His hair. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher but, Williams. Like Wait a minute. Yep. Oh, my God. And, you know, it's a guy that I referred to in my book as Ant. Uh-huh. Seriously, seriously in college was Christopher Williams. Seriously. Wow. Like, no lie. That's the kind of hair. And I just just love to rub it and play with it. But, yeah, again, yeah, headache. Yeah. So yeah, headache. Yeah. Headache. Baby. And it's so, so it's so interesting. Everybody else too. wanted to play with his hair, too. <laughs> I know. I'm and sure everybody. And it, exactly. And And what's interesting, you know, I talk to my son all the time because he's He's a, like a version of me where he's very shallow, shallow. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm waiting for him to grow out of it. He's taking a lot longer than I did, of course. Um, right. Um, to grow out of that. And I tell him, I say, you will be so much happier if you find the person that has the substance that you're looking for versus that outer shell. That's right. <laughs> that mm-hmm. never works for you. I that's said, a fact. show me where you've been successful with this, this method. That's it. And that's right. It doesn't work. So... Well, like you said, though, sometimes it takes people a little longer. But, uh, you know, as we get older, we get wiser. You know, hopefully he's walking into that. But I know as for me, you know, I got older and wiser. And then you realize everything isn't going to be as you wish, you know. Mm -hmm. And looks are not the most important Mm -hmm. thing to be concerned with, you know. Now, I know that 
people will look at you and I, Shannon, and be like, girl, please, y'all can't talk about no looks and both of y'all husbands fine. Well, that's just the way it worked out. We got lucky. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. like I said, you know, if a guy wasn't good looking, I'm not interested. You know? yeah. I yeah, mean, but... I want nobody that's going to scare me when I roll over at night either. Oh, know? right, right, right. But... right. And beauty, beauty's in the eye of the beholder now. Absolutely. The the beholder. Yeah. Absolutely. So what might be attractive to one person could be atrocious. That's a next. fact, but you but that isn't going to be my end all, or should I say, <laughs> right, wasn't my right. only means to finding my partner. You know, it just worked mm-hmm. out like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then what about the women that, um, you know, just are so picky? And I, you know, we both have friends like that. I, um, yes, I could, absolutely. I could call some names, but I don't want right. to lose their friendship. No, no, but do that, or because <laughs> to each his right. own, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're so picky that they won't even date unless this man has checked, you know, a hundred boxes before the first date or before, you know, you know, of establishing a friendship. And I said to one of my girlfriends when she was complaining or saying something about the guy and no, I, I don't want to go out with him because of X, Y, Z, A, B, C. And I said, you have no male friends. I said, that's scary. Right. I said, in my mind, every female should have one, two, male three, friends. four, you know, some male friends to give you that insight, that perspective to help you on your I journey. I several. Mm-hmm. My brother, um, yeah. he'll probably kill me. My my brother in, uh, <laughs> in love, Woody, he's my, my best friend, one of my best friends, Sans husband. And then I have mm-hmm. my god brother, James, down south. Mm-hmm. Those are the mm-hmm. very two people. That I can mm-hmm. say, look, I got this situation, and bro, what's yeah. happening? And they're gonna give exactly. it to me straight because you know, no sexual involvement ever, right. no sexual interest ever. They're just giving me male opinion. And even though mm-hmm. I said they're like my brothers, they're not my blood. So when right. I'm wrong, they can tell me I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes yeah. it's I don't go to my blood brothers because I don't care how wrong I am. They're gonna be like, uh, uh-uh, that's my sister. They're gonna always <laughs> take my side. My brother so does I the try same to, thing. Yeah. So I try to be unbiased by not calling them on serious. And, yeah, and that's when yeah. I need a serious opinion because I don't want them to tell me I'm right. Some things I really want right. to resolve. Yeah. In my relationship or otherwise, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I need an honest opinion. And I'm not my brothers. They just going to, they sisters are never wrong. Okay. So right. especially with a man in a relationship. <laughs> so what you just said about the boxes, what was the movie, Shannon, with um, Whoopi Goldberg, um, my girl, the dark skinned girl, and the, the real funny one. She was the sister. They were sisters. Real and Whoopi Goldberg one. was the mom. And the good looking guy played the love interest. He owned a coffee shop. It's oh god, y'all. Well, listeners, y'all oh. probably know the movie. I can't. <laughs> I don't I, know. I'm I'm having a day, guys. But anyways, um, she was this corporate. Um, Tiffany Haddish was the sister. I can't get the other girl. I got oh, a face for a pretty girl. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know so, what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Tiffany Haddish was like the sister that was off track. That was tri- track. I'm yep. sorry, guys. That was mm-hmm. trying to get her life together, and the other girl was um. You know, she was the the bougie one and she yes. had the upscale six figure job, you know, and she was uh-huh. beautiful and she had a checklist that her mom won't give her. <laughs> so the list wasn't even real. Right. So she met the guy in the coffee shop and he was Frank. The guy's name was Frank. Okay. And that was his. Mo- he, he's ghost. What is his real name? Omar, Omari oh, Hardwick. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah, it together, yeah. y'all. It's coming, okay. to, it's coming to me. <laughs> but he was, you know, the love interest. He was good looking. He owned his own mm-hmm. business. He ran, um, he was a su- ex user. He ran a substance abuse. He got his life together. He found his place in the world and he really was in love with her. 
But she was mm-hmm. like, oh, no, oh, no. You know, he didn't mm-hmm. make enough money. He's not told. Till the catfish guy she was dating kind of bombed on her. And then they, they they did their thing. And she was like, no, you're not. You're not my type. You're not my type. And she <laughs> hurt his feelings so bad. Mm-hmm. And so the catfish guy shows up. She kicks him to the curb, does him all kind of wrong, breaks his heart. And in the end, wow. the mother tells her that list didn't exist. You're not going to have everything on that list. Like I made it up to having a parents with you guys. And that's why we got to be honest with our children. Mm -hmm. I am so honest with my kids. Sometimes they're like, mom, okay. Like, oh, mom, TMI. But if Mm -hmm. I don't tell you guys, who are going to tell you? You know? Right. So you got to have that relationship. But yeah, she ended up being with him and it was like a good, happy ending. But yeah, Mm -hmm. she had the checklist. We can't live off of a list. That's not realistic, you know? Right. Yeah. So many people have lost um, you know, valuable partnerships because of that. Their standards. Because yeah, because of their standards. Their one box wasn't checked. I'm like, but every other box is checked. They're like, Yeah, but that one, <laughs> whatever that and one most is. Of, <laughs> and most of the time, I'm sorry, excuse me. That has <laughs> to do with how they portray themselves. They're missing something, they're lacking. So they're trying to yeah. make up for that and all those other mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are. Yeah. And at some point, it must get tiresome trying to live a certain life. Point, you know, with women and standards going from man to man, you, it must get tiresome, you know, mm-hmm. because that man can offer you this, but the next one can't offer you that, you know? Right. And then right. you get one that kind of checks all of your boxes. Okay, he'll do. Then the next one comes along and he drives a more expensive car. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do yeah. you keep up with your health? You know, right? you even right. run the risk of disease and, and so many other things, you know? Yeah. yeah. And or not to mention, Shannon. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I was going to say, and even those that aren't, you know, um, having physical relations with people, right. you know, they're still, you know, harming themselves just by, you know, not allowing themselves to really form a connection. Because if when I look at one of my girlfriends in particular, is every, I don't know, six to eight months, I don't know, six to nine months, it's a new guy because after that short period, she's given up because there's one box or two box or she thought they checked it and they didn't check it or, you know, or whatever, you know, they have specifics. For example, I have one girlfriend that says the man must make more than she does. Wow. There's <laughs> no way around that. And she makes a hefty amount of money, but she refused to date anyone that makes less than she does. And I know there Whoa. are probably women that are listening to this and say, you got that right. You know, screaming now I'm supposed to be taken care of. God said he's the provider, blah, 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 whatever. To each their own. All I'm saying is she's still single. (laughs) Hello. And not to mention, I was about to say that. And not to mention, not even so much um, Shannon's still single. Then wouldn't a little help be be better than none that you're doing everything? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not saying you should settle settle and pay 90% of the bill and he just pays Mm -hmm. the freaking... Uh, the garage door opener bill mm-hmm. or the, the, the alarm system bill. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is if you meet in a healthy whole relationship, the rest will come. And and, right. and what I was going to say, Shannon, before you got to that point was when we said not even if it's physical, if they're not even having sex. Well, what about the soul ties? Mm-hmm. Because That's even right. emotionally, 
even if you're mm-hmm. not having sex, you can emotionally mm-hmm. attach to all these people. Then you're you emotionally attached and, and or worse, sexually attaching to all the people they're sleeping with. And you're carrying all this emotional baggage because you've taken on all these people. So mm-hmm. even if you're not sexual with them, like you said, Shannon, you still mm-hmm. have those emotional headaches yeah. and ties to deal with. Yeah. Um, I once heard T.D. Jake say at some point, you must get tired of being handled. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought that was so deep. And, Ooh, and I quote, that was that his exact is. quote. At some point, you must get tired of being handled. And that yeah. doesn't have to be sexual. You know, as I right. went over this topic in my head, I realized that it's so true. We're delicate as women, you know, mm-hmm. and the world beats us down enough. Right. Even in corporate America, right. we got to fight twice as hard as the meal, <clears throat> even yeah. with our children. I have to tell my son something five times versus my husband saying mm-hmm. one time, son, mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. You, you know, as women, we're a little more pressed over. So why do it to ourselves? You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Yes. Like we mentioned last week about you're the prize. We're the prize. Know your value. Women, we will That's it. continue to hammer that message in um, Absolutely. With, no sh- with no shame. And, and, you so, know, like you said, men too, we have men that, that, yeah. are, that do that, you know, they only want a woman, mm-hmm. which we'll get to, that'll be another episode, but I'll just touch on oh, it real yeah. quick. <laughs> you have men who just want a certain body type or this kind oh, of, yeah. oh yeah, that'll be yeah. on our show. I think it's coming up in a few episodes, so I won't mm-hmm. elaborate, but I don't women to think we're getting picked on. Just know that the men got theirs coming too, but today <laughs> we're just dealing with us as women and how we need right. to value ourselves, you know? <clears throat> It's enough of putting each other down and or putting ourselves down or lifting our standards too high. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. put ourselves through all of this, passing up a good man and settling down and letting good enough be good enough? You know, God will bring the rest. That's just the way I feel about this topic. Yeah, I agree. Totally and, agree. And yeah, and I just want to um, wrap it up with I, as a woman, have been there, done that. We're not beating anyone down here. Trust me. We're not, mm-hmm. we're not doing that. I'm trying to save people from some of the things we went through and the things we watch other people go through. And I, I can honestly say, and I'm thankful and not bragging or bodacious about the fact that I've never allowed that to determine who I was. I've never mm-hmm. let a man's standard or what his pockets were say, well, that's mm-hmm. who I'm going to be with. Right. I search my soul. And I advise you guys to search your soul. What does this person bring to my life? When I'm with this person, do I feel a peace? Are they trying their best to make ends meet? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't let it be about money and material. We can lose ourselves chasing yeah. things. So that's what I'm going to wrap up that title with mm-hmm. before I move into my red line. All right. Thank you, Sean, for the wrap up. On to the red line. On to the red line. All right. This week's red line is titled, Thanks for the Ring, But I Wanted Five Carrots. Ladies, (laughs) we have to break the mentality of materialism. I know we all want the best in life. I mean, I certainly do. But at what cost? Don't pass up a man that can provide and nurture your spirit just because he can't offer you the finer things in life the day you meet him. Most importantly, don't lose yourself or self-respect in search of things. If a man is good for your soul, the rest will follow. And sometimes we may have to wait for a while for Mr. Right. Mm-hmm. But don't miss him fooling around with Mr. Wrong too long. And mm-hmm. remember, karma has all of our address. <laughs> so if you're <laughs> out here running through <laughs> men and breaking hearts to get what you want, 
you best to believe you'll see that again. So be mindful of your behavior and put the good back into relationships. Uh, A broken uh, heart isn't the worst thing you can get out here playing with people's emotions. Some men are unstable. And if you're out here spending all these men's money um, and just taking up their time and one day decide I'm done, you could uh, very uh, well be done for real. So uh, many uh, women are losing their lives for less than that. So please don't put yourself in danger playing with someone's emotions. Mm -hmm. Love that. And And I like what you said, Sean, when you said he may not have everything right now. You think he should have right now. Right. 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 And that's when you build. When you're with a good partner, you build. Every year you will see an increase. You will see a goal met as long as you're working together in partnership. Some women don't want that. Some women want it to just be taken care of. They're like, why? Yeah, they want instant gratification. Or like you said, they want to be up with this friend's house. I can't marry this guy because I can't get a friend, a house as big as my friend's house if I Uh marry this guy. Yeah. Let me tell you, the only reason Shannon and I decided to do this podcast, the only reason we come up with the topics that we do is because we've been through it. We have some kind of life experience or we know someone that has. But on this point. I, I don't think my husband would mm-hmm. mind saying for years I made more money than he did. That's that's just mm-hmm. how it rocks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. COVID came. I was put out of a job. We had a new baby. I had no job. Mm-hmm. He carried that he he got put him in a position with two jobs. Neither one of them were lost. And mm-hmm. he took care of the family the entire time. Just like right. that, the tables were turned. You, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. had I passed him up saying, well, I'm not going to marry him again because he ain't making as much money mm-hmm. as I am right now. Mm-hmm. And let me tell y'all right now that he's smoking me. Okay. Right. In the money right. department. Right. Right. Yeah. Because that's and, just the way it worked out. Yeah. It's how it works out. And the same in my situation. You know, my husband is a, a, a commercial driver. So when he's long mm-hmm. distance, of course, that's great. He can make, you know, well over six figures. Deep right. into the, you know, whatever. Right. I don't right. want I don't I don't want to see him once a week. That's a fact. <laughs> oh, you know like, what I'm saying? Uh, find something where you can be at home every night. <laughs> so of course that's gonna put me way above him salary wise, but we it want gives you to more be time together. intimately. What what yes. good does that money do for your marriage exactly. if you're not away? Things happen. Mm-hmm. Women find out. Men find out you're alone for so long. You know, right. it, it, you don't. Right. Pay, I, I mm-hmm. implore people to never mm-hmm. let money be the most impar- important nope. part of your relationship. Never. That Never. Because I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. everybody that I know that it is, is miserable. And mm-hmm. that's a God-given fact. And I'm not even kidding. Everyone that I know that money is more important than their marriage or their relationship are either miserable or single. Mm-hmm. And that's just a fact. Yeah. That is just a fact. Awesome red line. Thank you, darling. Okay, now we're on to the final segment of the night. And it's a segment we call the fictional family I'm feeling. All right, the fictional family I'm feeling this week is the McGuire's from Jerry McGuire. Um, I'm sure you all knew <laughs> that movie was coming around at some point. Right. Um, <laughs> it's everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. Everyone's well, favorite. <laughs> um, but um, the final scene, of course, is what I'm going to talk about because that is, you know, the most iconic scene of the movie. 
So and as you know, to this topic, <laughs> and it relates exactly. So, um, you know, Jerry McGuire um, was trying to sign, you know, this agent, and he was so focused on signing this agent that he took focus off of his wife who was already in a fragile state as, you know, she was a single mother when he met and I'm sorry, when he married her, um, she worked with him or they worked together. But, you know, so she had a a few insecurities about, you know, am I good enough? And then when it looked like he was pulling away, of course, that that impacted her. So she left him. And at first he kept on, you know, with his life. Of course, he's a little bum, but he's more so focused on getting this this um, contract signed for his uh, his client that, you know, that was the focus. But once all of that happened and he realized something was missing, he got the 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 mon- the money that he wanted, you know, of course, got the great deal, the contract, but where was his his partner? His his the love of his life wasn't there. So in that final scene, you see he goes back to get his wife. He goes back to the house and she's there with a group of friends, um, uh, you know, nice little audience for him to spill his um, love for her out. And he says to her, you know, um, you know, how much she completes him. <laughs> and then, of course, she turns around and says the, the famous line after he says this whole speech. Um, she says, you had me at hello. But the most beautiful thing about it is he saw that no matter how much he had, and he had a lot, <laughs> that that wasn't enough to to make up for not having his wife with him. Mm-hmm. And how many people can say that? I know people who say right now, if I win the lottery, I'm leaving my husband or I'm leaving my wife if I leave, (laughs) if I win, you know? So how many people can say, no matter what, I don't care if we're in a box under the bridge or if we're in a mansion in Malibu, we're together. That is so hilarious. (laughs) That's a great, (laughs) what you said, box, I'm so sorry. I, I told Jimmy when we got back together this this second time, I said, listen, he goes, you sure you want, I was living in Alabama. He said, you sure you want to give up this nice house? I had a huge house, God, it was so beautiful. <laughs> and he said, you sure you want to give up this house? You sure? I, you sure? I said, listen, I would live mm-hmm. in a box on the bridge, baby, mm-hmm. as long as you're going to treat me right and you're going to do me right. And that's why it just made me laugh. And I, and he said, um, okay, let's go. So we packed oh, up and we wow. lived in hotels for months. Wow. And finally, I found a house and it fell through with the house. house. After two years, it was beautiful home. It fell through and we were just out. And finally, mm-hmm. I just had an apartment and we moved into this apartment. And after the kids were asleep and I was done, Shan, I had so much stuff. Imagine coming from five bedrooms to four bedrooms to now a three bedroom, one bathroom apartment. Wow. I had stuff everywhere. And I said, mm-hmm. I just sat in the middle of the floor and I cried. And I said, so I can't believe I'm living like this. I left my house. And he looked at me, he said, he, he sat down on the floor with me. He said, baby, you remember you said you live in a box with me, baby. We got better than a box. And I laughed until my tears. Oh, my God. I laughed until he laughed until he was crying. Oh, my God. Oh my and God. for five years, we stayed in that apartment and it didn't feel like an apartment wow. because he was with me. Yeah. That's until we right. got some crazy neighbors and then that's it was time right. to get that gone. But <laughs> the yeah. space itself, every night mm-hmm. I went home, I said, thank you, Lord, mm-hmm. as if I was in that's my right. bedroom because that's I had right. good, healthy children 
And mm-hmm. I had a husband that loved me and that wrote mm-hmm. it out with me. That's right. And that's why I say too, the, or we, Will and I say the, you know, box under the bridge too. So that's funny that we, <laughs> all four of us say the same thing. It's like, no matter been, what, no matter ride or what, die. we're together. Let's go. Right. This is what we're doing. And that's what makes a marriage, not the figures, uh-huh. not the money. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that's what makes a marriage and a relationship work. So great fictional mm-hmm. family girlfriend. I love uh-huh. it. All right. That is the fictional family that I'm feeling. And before we wrap up for the evening, I have to remind everyone to submit their red line submissions. I forgot that <laughs> after our red lines, but never too late. We're still on. Never too late to give away the money. <laughs> yes. Who wants a $100 gift card? If you want a $100 gift card, please submit your red line submissions to wifeyandbabymama at gmail.com. And the third Thursday of each month, we will choose from those submissions a winner. And we will read that submission on the air. And I want to emphasize we. I had a couple of questions um, this past week asking were they going to come on and actually read their own red line. At this point, no. <laughs> not, not yet. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> but, but for now, we will read them. Um, so please submit them. We we love reading them. That is wifey and baby mama at gmail.com. All right. So we are done for tonight. And we will look forward to seeing and I'm, I'm sorry, talking to you next week, 730. Um to all of our subscribers around the world in our Thank seven you. countries. Seven <laughs> countries, yes. yes. So we are um, happy to have everyone on board and listening to Wifey and Baby Mama. We appreciate so, each and every one of you. Yes, we do. All right. So until next week, we love you love all. Love you all. Bye. Bye.